Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App. Today is January the 19th, and we are here in the Bible Reading Plan. Hopefully you're staying warm, cozied up next to a fire, reading the Bible. Or maybe you're listening as you're driving through the snow and the ice right now. Whatever it is, let this warm you as we read God's Word together. Again, reading out of the New International Version. Today we start in Luke chapter 15. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathered around to hear Jesus, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable, Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who do not need to repent. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am starving to death. I will set out, go back to my father, and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servant, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. 
The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. This concludes the reading of Luke 15. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So you have three stories here that are very similar. You have the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. So what are these three stories about? Well, they're about something that's missing in somebody looking for it and finding it. But the one I really want to focus in on is the one that I think is most important for us to understand, the lost son. Now, what is this story about? See, many people think it's about a son who walks away and messes up everything, yet still is able to come home and be loved by his father. And so a lot of people try to identify this story with their own life. They view this story as being about the fact that they've walked away from the Lord and yet they were able to come back to him. Others still think of this about the older son. They think this is about people who don't understand God's love for others and they become stubborn and they don't understand that they too have God's love. But the truth is, This story isn't about either of the sons. What is this story about? It's about the father. This is a story about a father who so deeply loves that he would do anything for both his boys. Now understand something. The crowd that Jesus was talking to would have been so offended by this story. Just take the beginning of it. There's a boy who disrespects his father and asks for his inheritance. In that culture, it was the same as telling his father, I wish you were dead and I can have what's mine once you die. The audience that was listening to this story, if this had happened to them, they would have kicked that son out and completely disowned him, giving him nothing. Yet what happens? The father divides everything up and gives it to the son anyway. Then what happens? The boy goes and squanders it all. He just wasted away living the high life. Yet, when he comes home, what do we find? The father is waiting for him. Remember what verse 20 says? While he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. That sentence right there is what this story is all about. That though this boy ruined everything, he disrespected his father and turned his back on him, wasted away everything that should have been saved up for an inheritance for generations to come. Yet the father not only accepted him back, but was watching and waiting for him to return. That is exactly what this story is about. 
It's about a father who loves so desperately he would do anything to accept his children back into his arms. Ooh, what does that sound like? Oh, I know, a heavenly father who would do whatever it takes to make sure that he can accept his children back into his kingdom. So he sent his only son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus is telling a story about what's going to happen for all of us. And Jesus did it so that the one that was lost would be found. Like the shepherd that would leave the 99 in order to find the one, Jesus chases after us. Like the woman who lost her coin and is looking for it throughout the whole house, turning everything upside down, so is God chasing after us. And why? Because of the love of the Father. The Father loved His Son no matter what, and loved the one that was there with Him just as much. This is a story about how incredibly much the Father loves us. So here's a question for you. When was the last time you just sat and allowed God to love you? I think that question every time I hear this story. When was the last time you shut everything off? You closed your eyes and forgot all the distractions of the world. Simply put your arms up and said, Father, I just want to feel your love today. You know what? We have a hard time being loved, don't we? It takes us slowing down in allowing God to love us. So maybe practice that today. Take a moment where nobody else is around you. Don't look at your phone. Don't listen to music. Don't even have a prayer list or things that you're praying and asking God for. Just simply reach your arms up, close your eyes, and say, God, I just want to be loved by you. And then take a moment and allow God to wrap you in his love. Because the truth is, he's been watching and waiting and hoping you would come running to him. And if you'll just take that first step, he will come running to you and wrap you in his arms. So be loved by God today. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless. Thank you.